Oh man, good afternoon, everybody. And uh, man, born in Orlando, Florida, this week's featured artist is an award-winning singer, songwriter, and guitarist. His fa- his father is originally from Tobago, and his mother is from the UK. But there is no doubting that from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet, he is 100% Floridian. His favorite artists are mostly Chicago blues legends such as Buddy Guy, Muddy Waters, and Albert Collins. He may have learned a lick or two from them, but uh, he has certainly not copied their style. He has his own unique take on the blues that he calls Electric Swamp Funkin' Blues. He has just released his sixth album titled Exorcist, from which you just heard one of my favorite tracks, Florida Man. It's a pleasure to welcome back to Highway Blues this week's featured artist, Alligator recording artist Selwyn Birchwood. Selwyn, thanks for joining me. Hey, man, thanks for having me on. Uh, It's certainly my pleasure, man. It's been a while, been a while. Yeah, man, uh, we're looking forward to getting back over that way. What an incredible new release you have here with Exorcist, hands down, in my opinion your best work to date and we certainly want to dig deep into it before we let you go today but before we do we wanted to make sure my listeners have plenty of notice of you coming back to lincoln and performing at the zoo bar and that'll be next wednesday the 28th isn't it yeah i'm looking forward to it man we uh always seem to pack it in over there and it's always a party so you know every time we get over that way i really have a great time and the audience is always killer so uh yeah really looking forward to getting back over there and it looks like i was looking at your schedule it looks like you'll be driving straight on up from florida to be here with us uh, quite a drive to start your midwest tour wouldn't you say <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> it's not close man but, it isn't uh, when we get up there and, and get on that stage and, and get the feeling that we do when we play over there at zoo bar it feels like it's worth it Oh, yeah, man. I, I tell you, there's nothing like the Zoo Bar. It's certainly not a, a well-kept secret. The whole world knows about the Zoo Bar. Man, we are, we're glad to see that you and your band are coming back and uh, right on the heels of a brand-new release. But, uh, you know, last time that uh, I had you in here, it was, uh, you know, living in a burning house was basically tearing it up. It was literally smoking on the charts back in 2021, and uh, so, you know, we've uh, we talked about your uh, early career back then. And so we're, we're going to pretty much just focus on this new release, what you and your band are doing now. But first off, before we move into this new release, tell us, man, do you believe it's been 10 years since you won the International Blues Challenge? Uh, I think about it every once in a while. And, uh, man, it just doesn't feel like it. Time's definitely moving. But... Uh, yeah, it's been a, a wild ride the past 10 years since then. And, uh, you, you know, I, I would have never guessed uh, at that time that I would have had a, a number one Billboard album and living in a burning house, uh, you know. And then we found out today that Exorcist has actually debuted at number two on the Billboard Blues chart today. Um, so it, it's been a, a crazy 10 years, you know, uh two blues music award wins since then we performed in 19 countries um i mean it's just been a, a crazy time but it, it's gone fast it seems like how beautiful it is now that the whole covid scare is behind us you can get back out there do what you want to do and then always you do it so good so good absolutely man i appreciate that well you got this a uh, new cd it's exorcist and uh 
I got to tell you, so when I put this thing in, and it's very rare that I uh, don't skip a track every now and then when I get a, get a new release to, to review and to check out. But, man, I listened to every note of this thing straight through the first time it went in the CD, and uh, it is just flat-out gripping. It is uh, some of your best writing, I think, some of your finest guitar work, and, uh, man, you and your band are just... Uh, really laying it down here it ain't no wonder i i checked every every uh list that you can find and you're right there at the top of it whether it's billboard or whatever man this thing is really doing a good job (laughs) i appreciate that man i'm really proud of what we did with this new album um the response has been just massive for this record so far so we're looking forward to uh keeping that going uh our first single florida man uh, I think it got 30,000 plays or something in the first six days that we released it on Spotify. Um, our first album release show in Tampa, Florida, over here in my hometown, we had 519 people at our show out there. Um, you know, it's just been a lot of enthusiasm for it, um, and I couldn't be happier with it. Uh, you know, released two music videos with this one as well, one for Florida Man and one for Exorcist, and uh, you know, really just trying to take the art out to the people. And, and uh, you know, I'm glad to see that there's still a couple people that appreciate musicians that write their own music, and uh, it seems to be going that way, so I couldn't be happier. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm telling you, that is... Uh, I, in fact, I opened with uh, Florida Man, if you didn't catch, and uh, one of my favorite tracks off of here. And I loved the uh, the introduction. Yeah, they were probably real clips, news clips right there in Florida, were they not? Oh, that, that entire song, every every lyric in that song is from an actual news story. And, uh, you know, it's just wild down here, man. And um, the music video that I made for Florida Man actually shows the actual stories and headlines and video footage from them. So it's kind of a cool thing to have the 360, you know, degree experience with it. Well, I did, uh, I did watch the uh, video of Exorcist. I didn't uh, watch the one of Florida Man yet, but I'm certainly going to sit down, and I'm sure that's uh, that's an incredible release as far as videos go as well. And uh, who knows? It might take an award. I mean, you know, who knows how many songs of the year you're going to get off this. I'm not lying, man. I, I put this thing in, and uh, let's talk about this. Uh, this CD, it started off with uh, Done Crying. That was your first first uh, track on here and what a op- great opening track and uh, tell us you know a little bit about the writing and and the thought that went into this that you made such a complete solid cd it's you know it just must have flowed for you well um i'm just always in the mindset of writing i'm constantly writing and, and you know by the time i get 13 songs for an album that means i probably wrote 30 songs that i you know i tried to put together and and finally settled on those 13 so uh, you know I'm always writing I'm always trying to see what might make a good song whether it's something I went through whether it's something that I saw someone else go through or whether it's just an idea that I think is interesting and might make for a good song like Florida Man and uh, you know I, I just think that's what's cool about music when people share themselves so vulnerably you can relate to it on that higher level and it stops just being kind of chords and words and starts being more medicine you know you know i can't remember you putting out a release that does not have a story behind it i mean uh 
you know, it's almost all real life or it makes you feel like it's all real life whenever you start to write a song. And uh, Florida, man, it, certainly it just seems like it's certainly uh, all about, uh, you know, your place and the people around you. And and uh, Horns Below Her Halo, when, when this one came on, it's the third track on this CD. Um, interesting, interesting. And probably... I might say some of the the best guitar work on this CD is right there on that track. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. That's an, another true story, and uh, it seems like I'm not the only one that's dated that girl. So definitely <laughs> 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 some uh, common ground there. Yeah, that that's uh, that's some great uh, great writing and uh, great story. And underdog, you know, I can I know it was more for you, but man, it. It almost touched me. I, I could it, that could have been written for me. It's, yeah, well, that's the idea, man. I I try to, you know, ironically enough, I I have a hard time sharing feelings with people and relationships and that type of thing. But I have no problem getting on a microphone and broadcasting, you know, my diary for the entire world. And <laughs> it's just my thought that if if I'm going through something, you know, someone else is going through that same thing since we're all stricken with the same, you know, human condition. So I tried to write from the heart, and, uh, man, people seem to latch on to it that way because they can understand it. Hey, if y'all just tuning in, we've got Selwyn Birchwood live here on the air with us today. He's got the new CD out called Exorcist, where uh, we're going to go through the uh, playlist and uh, talk about uh, this incredible new release. As, as he said, it's uh, opened up, what would you say, number two on uh, the Billboard charts right out of the gates. And a uh, very impressive release, to say the least. Let's go into the uh, the title track, Exorcist. You know, just the name itself is dark. And uh, so tell us about the writing of this particular track. Yeah, well, that was, uh, you know, I think that song might be the most vivid song I've, I've written. I really was just trying to use the the kind of story and imagery from from that sort of uh, subject matter to tell my own story and uh, you know the song itself it, it's not about any kind of darkness or anything like that it's more having that feeling of being so infatuated and so attached to another person that when it finally goes south and finally goes sour you feel like you're you know you're crazy or you're possessed by uh you know something else because you're wanting to go back to it and uh you know it's about that whole journey in that song and uh yeah and another one that uh people seem to be relating to but the the song and the the lyrics i, I tried to make as vivid as possible to make it as real as possible and uh, i think we did that yeah you went from exorcist to lazarus now that's a that's a full swing right there uh, so, and tell us uh, about Lazarus. What, what about that particular track? <laughs> yeah, Lazarus is just, uh, you know, a, a tune inspired just straight from the story in the Bible mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, Lazarus being raised from the dead. It's actually uh, a song that I wrote for my first album in 2011, and uh, it was my first attempt at rec recording, and I always liked the lyrics, but felt like I didn't recorded as well as I, I wanted to because it was cost prohibiting sort of thing and uh, decided to rework it uh, and make it more of a horn sound on that one and uh, yeah it's a, a danceable gospel tune about a guy being raised from the dead <laughs> and, 
and hopeless romantic. I like his track, man. I yeah, this is this is uh, one of my favorite tracks as well. And uh, uh, plenty more to be grateful. You know, it seemed like uh, the first half of the CD was maybe a little dark as far as uh, you know the the feel as far as what was being sung about. But it seems like uh, the second half of this CD has kind of got a, a more positive flow to it lyrically. Yeah, well, uh, it kind of ended up that way in sort of the, the two sides of the album. Uh, it, it's sort of the dark side and the light side. But, uh, you know, it's sequenced that way to be listened to, you know, sort of like a uh, stress and, and release sort of a feeling to it. And uh, when you listen to it top to bottom, it, it really gives you that feeling of a experience rather than just listening to a bunch of random songs. And uh, I don't know if this is a wordplay or what, but I Love You, um, you know, that was actually one of the first CD or first uh, tracks off your CD that I aired over Highway Blues. Certainly was one of my favorite tracks. And uh, tell me about the, the writing of this. As far as the title goes, I didn't quite get what it was until I put it on, you know, and listened to the, to the actual lyrics of it. Because when I looked at the, the uh, title, I thought, Hmm. Is that somebody I know? <laughs> Isla? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's uh, that's all part of it, man, to try to make you think about something. And, uh, you know, the song itself, I was trying to come up with a different title to make it fit, but the title was just I Love You. So uh, I wanted to figure out a more creative way to, to do that instead of just having the song just say I love you because all of the content in the song is uh, more creative as well. I feel like it's easy to say I love you, but I tried to make it a little bit more uh, kind of visual or, or, or vivid with that one as well. So I, instead I say, you know, I love you like the church loves money. You know, I love you like Playboy loves bunnies. I love you like a wino loves grapes. <laughs> I love you like an albino loves shade. You know, so I, I feel like that's a different level to it. But... Uh, Probably just me overthinking things per usual, but uh, I'm, I'm happy with the way that it came out. Well, it's certainly some creative writing, how all these uh, uh, come to you. I, you know, I listen to what you're singing, I think, man, I wonder if that just flowed from him or if he had to work real hard to put that one together. Same as Florida Man. When the opening line of that one, I couldn't help but smile. You know, I thought, wow, this is going to be a good track. Yeah, man. So it's uh, it, it, nothing really comes too easy for me. I, I'm I'm extremely obsessive about writing, and I'll sit and think on an idea for way too long. And uh, you know, that's just the only way I know how to do it is to really nail stuff down. And that's why it takes me longer to put out an album because I really, you know, I don't just put out random songs with random words and common stories. That I, I just uh. You know, it's hard for me to write a song without having a, a story behind it or, or real emotion and a kind of a point to the song. So, um, you know, that's just the way, the only way I know how to do it. So it takes me a little bit longer to do it that way. And uh, you don't really get in no big rush. I mean, uh, FL, FL Boy, Florida Boy was in 2011. Two years later, uh, Rude Warren and... Uh, uh, next came uh, Don't Call No Ambulance, which is Alligator Records' debut CD. Now, that thing, it kind of helped get you uh, 
get you noticed pretty good, didn't it? Yeah, that uh, I did really well with that album, and actually won a Blues Music Award for Best New Artist Debut Album for that one. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got four albums with Alligator Records. This is my fourth with Exorcist, and uh, all of them have really, you know, served a purpose in, in getting uh, my songwriting out there and my music out there, and uh, you know, we've really built a fan base at this point. Well, I didn't mean to get off track here, but as I was looking through your uh, discography, it's true. You, you're two, three, four years in between every release that you've got. And, uh, you know, so it's it's good not to... Uh, one thing we don't expect from uh, Selwyn Birchwood is a cookie-cutter release. You know, one that's just like the one before where it seems like so many artists seem to do that. You know, that it worked for them then, should work for them again. But, you know... Uh, you, you've always got them creative juices flowing, and it seems like, man, you always uh, put out some great writing. And uh, Swim at Your Own Risk on here, that one there, tell us about that. That's uh, got some lyrics in it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually another true story. Swim at Your Own Risk uh, is about a headline and a story I saw. You know, there was a robber down in South Florida that, uh, you know, the police were on him at nighttime and he was running away and tried to decide to hide. And he went and got into the lake behind the house he was robbing, I guess. And, uh, you know, the, the police never found him that night, but unfortunately an alligator did. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they found the gator and, and him inside the gator, I think two or three days later. And, uh, you know, that song is about that, that story. Well, you know, we we're, time just seems to be flying way too fast here. And uh, I wanted to talk about the whole CD. Maybe we can sit down next week when you, uh, when you uh, come into town. Maybe I can sit down there at the zoo bar with you, get a few minutes with you, talk about the rest of these tracks. But I, I do want to give a little, uh, you know, hat tip to uh, your producer on here. It seems like every time he touches something, it turns to gold. Tell us about that. Yeah, man, I actually, uh, this is my second album that I've done with Tom Hambridge. And, uh, yeah, I've been really proud of the results we've come uh, up with with these albums. And, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier with the results. Yeah, it seems like, I've always said Tom Hambridge is kind of like the Dylan of today. This guy can write. I mean, it seems like... Uh, this was all your original work. He didn't write anything on this one, which is kind of surprising because it seems like he's always creating something, even on Buddy Guy's latest release. He, just incredible writer and, and drummer and uh, producer. And uh, anytime I see his name, well, I'm, I'm definitely interested in the product. Yeah, man. Well, me and Tom really see eye to eye uh, on that note. You know, I, I, he's got an incredible resume. And uh, people are normally chasing after him for his resume, and I never really, he kind of laughed about it because from the time I met him, I, I kind of, uh, you know, was after him because I had that common ground of songwriting, and that's what I was more into talking about rather than all the famous people he knows. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's really good people. He really is. Uh, very creative and uh, really, really good at everything that he does. And, uh, Again, Selwyn Birchwood, he's going to be here next Wednesday, going to be doing that early show, I believe. Uh, aren't you planning on being on stage at 6 o'clock next week? 
I believe it's an early one out there. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, Wednesdays are, you know, they're made for us old folk, such as myself. <laughs> we like them early shows. You know, we can go to them, stay until the last encore, and go, go home and get a good nice rest and make it to work in the morning. So it's all good for us. Sounds good to me. So tell us about your band real quick before I let you go. Uh, tell us about your band and what kind of show you plan on giving us when you get here. Well, I've got my full uh, road band with me. Uh, I've got uh, Busy Garner on drums, uh, Professor Hensley on keys, Donald Wright, Donald Huff Wright on bass, uh, and Reggie Oliver on baritone saxophone. And, and then I'll be playing guitar and singing. Uh, you know, we always have a crazy show. There's something about the energy and the zoo bar that really lets us, you know, let loose. And, and uh, it's a, a good time over there every time we go there. So I'm looking forward to seeing everybody. And we'll have the new album with us, Exorcist, which debuted at number two on the Billboard Blues chart today. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a great time, man. It is. I'm looking forward to you and the gang coming on back here. And I wanted to mention your saxophone player. Man, on, uh, what was that, track number seven? Uh, yeah, I believe it was seven, Hopeless Romantic. He was just flat out tearing it up on that one. Absolutely, man. He tears it up on everything. and It's even better live. So uh, we're going to be playing this whole album at the show at the Zoo Bar. And, uh, yeah, man, come check it out. You can be sure we will. Selwyn, man, I want to thank you for uh, joining me this afternoon. And, uh, you know, we look forward to you coming on back to Lincoln, Nebraska. It's been way too long. And congratulations on the success of your new release. I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on. You guys, it's certainly my pleasure. We'll catch you all next week. Later on. All right. All right, this week's featured artist right here on Highway Blues is getting right up here towards the break. And, uh, yeah, he's got this brand-new brand new CD. It's called Exorcist, and it's got a total of 13 tracks on it. And uh, we're just going to try and get another track on a little later in the show since the interview kind of uh, went a little longer than normal. So... Uh, Stick around. We got a little business to take care of, and uh, we'll be back right after this. <laughs> 